Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gold in Walkman Magazine. My name is David Walker, bringing you the second issue of January 2020, uh, and it is poetry. So we have two poems for you today. One is a sonnet by Kristen Garth, and the other is a free verse poem by Luke Jorgensen. Um, these poems bring us in many different directions. Um, they're very different stylistically, um, and uh, I, I couldn't think of a better way um, to, to sort of kick off the year in poetry. Last, last uh, issue was fiction. This is poetry, so I hope you enjoy it. Uh, we're going to start off with the, with the sonnet by Kristen Garth, and then we're going to move right into the poem by Luke Jorgensen. So I really hope you enjoy this. Here we go. Kristen Garth, and I'll be reading my sonnet, Instructional Film on Becoming a Saint. Instructional Film on Becoming a Saint. He created you, limp, to be carried from harm. Last time, inside, a fireman's arms half-conscious, third-grader, forearms, hairy, smarm, sweat, familiar, awakening, alarmed. Remember darkness, small plastic chairs, screen, cafeteria, Projecting nightmares of scaldings, burnings, skin grafts, gasoline, pinpointing vision, arms thrashing through air, infantilized. Fake flames make you faint. An instructional film on becoming a saint makes cradles of elbows. You quaint as you are weak. Firefighter father clings to what observes. Passenger seat, a seer fingering prophecy Love requires fear. Hi, it's Kristen Garth, and I just read a Shakespearean sonnet that I wrote about an experience I had in elementary school watching a fire safety film, and it's called Instructional Film on Becoming a Saint. Um, the poem is about being forced with an assembly of children to watch a, a fire safety film in which there were graphic discussions of things like skin grafts and um, all the different ways you could burn yourself or hurt yourself and I got so overwhelmed with fear that I fainted and 
the reason that I was probably so overwhelmed with fear is that fire and fire safety had been drilled into me in a um, overemphasized way by my firefighter father, who was also an abuser. And um, he, my father equated love and fear very much. And his idea of showing love was to keep you controlled and away from anything that he perceived as a danger and you know also available for his own dangers but while I um, was at this assembly and I get, got picked up by my father um, literally picked up and carried to a truck it should have been a comforting moment you know for a child in that situation but for me it just made me realize I was exactly what he wanted me to be available controllable infantilized and so it was a horror and that's what this poem is about and thank you for listening to it Lucas Jorgensen, Nocturne to Stomach Ulcers. Take me back to when the only glass that broke was sugared, corn syrup that quaked across a tinfoiled baking sheet and struck with a rubber mallet, when I didn't know why my fingerprints pickled into pale hills in the bathtub after an hour's stay in the underwater world of army men and astronauts, before the stress-born peoples dotted my stomach. Take me back to when the pain was bad but bearable, when it was a gift of sick day blankets in front of the TV, the horror movies like Creepshow or Silver Bullet my parents wouldn't let me see. At night, I'd wrap myself up like a nun, pray for the sun to climb through my window. My prayers were quiet croaks instead of poems. Werewolves waited just outside, their nails clicking the panes like pebbles on a windshield. Take me back to when what hid under the rug or in the closet had fur coat cheeks and baseball eyes. When I hadn't yet heard of Ted Bundy or the toolbox killers. When I hadn't yet tumbled through night, worrying that somebody would pluck my girlfriend's teeth out or slit the bottoms of my feet. Those nights I slept with the lights on. I sometimes still do now. Take me back to late-night bathroom exorcisms, when Mom coated me in Tums and my every breath was a cool chalk puff. Nights when Mom tied my hair back, held a cool rag to my forehead. Now, when I vomit into the gray bowl, our distance is a shade. Take me back to the marching band in the hallway, that fever dream ballooning me through the floor on a mildewed towel, flutes bleeding and drums buzzing, the room filling with red felt and brass and bucket-like hats, measure lines that pierced my stomach like spears. Take me down to those trumpets, that dream before breaking. Waking in the new, needle-lined reality, I felt a pressure on my forehead. The echoing saturation of a cold rag, a hand, mom's hand, holding me here. I didn't feel that the dam had cracked in my stomach. I only heard the dark that still calls back, back. This poem really started with the anaphora. Uh, my own longing for the simpleness and safety of childhood came out as those first few lines, and I really like the idea of using take me back as a recentering or sort of beat that evokes the present longing. I wanted the poem to have the same type of surreal feeling that shows up when thinking back on childhood memories, which I drew on heavily as inspiration in writing this poem. I tend to write a lot with childhood memory in mind. I like to explore the friction between my past and present perspectives. When writing this poem, I was thinking about and reading a lot of uh, C.K. Williams, particularly the way he evokes and manipulates memory to make narrative. 
I also looked at a lot of surrealist and expressionist paintings in trying to shape the lens I would view memory through. 